Hey guys, it's Michael Jackson. In this episode, I want to talk about being different, better, or both. Does it matter? And how does it affect your success, your following, and how you're just seen and you see the world? So if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you've probably heard me mention the karaoke cult and that I used to be a karaoke host in Chicago. And uh, after a while, I left Chicago and went to Dallas and I did karaoke there. I started this big thing called the karaoke cult. Karaoke cult was the culmination of me going from not wanting to sing at all in front of people to actually getting up on stage and uh, hosting karaoke to me singing to me building a karaoke cult. That's a, that's another story that we'll talk about how that got built. But actually, one of the things I want to talk about is how karaoke cult did grow. Actually, we will talk about that right now. One of the things that I did when I started doing karaoke cult, in case none of you've been to, or some of you haven't been to karaoke before, one of the things that you actually do when you're there is as the host, you have these little slips of paper, or you used to have slips of paper, that you take out to the audience and with a book, and people would write down the song that they want to do, and the number of the song, and then as soon as they felt like, you know what, I'm ready to sing, they'd take that slip of paper, they'd bring it up to me as the host, and they'd give it to me, and I'd put it in uh, order on a table in front of the karaoke machine so that I could start, uh, you know, play everyone's song in order. So, believe it or not... That was actually hard for me to do. There was a, there were a couple reasons I couldn't do it. One, uh, where my karaoke machine was set up, there wasn't enough space on the table to put the slips, plus all my music, plus the machine, and so that wasn't good. The other problem was there was a fan. It was so hot. I had a fan blowing on me. It would blow all the slips around. The other thing is I just couldn't remember to put them in order. So... With those things going against me, I had to figure out what to do. And here's what here's what I came up with. When the night started, you know, people would bring slips up, and I was good about getting the first slips in. Well, as things went on, what I noticed was there were there were certain people in the audience, and this crowd might have been like a country audience, or they were a rock and roll audience, or they were a hip-hop audience. So what I would find out by looking at the slips and like, you know, kind of just surveying the audience is that there were, a you know, a majority of people that liked a certain type of music. Well, after you've been karaokeing, KJing, you know, that's like DJing, but for karaoke, um, long enough, you start to know the songs that people in certain groups like. You start to know if um, if it's a rock and roll crowd that people liked Bon Jovi and they liked Living on a Prayer. You know, you get to know that people like Devil Went Down to Georgia. You get to know that people liked uh, just certain songs. So if there was a crowd of those people, uh, instead of me actually paying attention to the slips, I'd collect the slips. And uh, what I'd start doing is just playing songs. And then I would yell out to the crowd, I need somebody to come sing this song. And then somebody, if it was their song, they'd run up on stage. If it wasn't their song and this intro was going and nobody was coming, they'd just run up on stage and do the song. Um, now you might go, well, that's not fair. People put in songs in order. They want to sing their songs. Well, the thing I found out is people didn't really care about the song and the order as long as they got to sing their song that they put in at some time during the night. And if they didn't get to sing their song, 
they were kind of okay singing another song if they got to sing for their friends at the time that they asked. So here's what I would do. I would start my show out and play the songs that, you know, people put in. And then I'd start adding songs. Um, and I'd just, you know, yell out, somebody come up and sing the song, and people would do that. And then while that song was playing, I'd look through the, through the slips that were there, and I'd find, oh, this person wants to sing another song that fits perfectly after the one that's going on. And I'd, I'd walk over and I'd tell them, hey, you're up next. I'm not going to stop the music. Just come up and, and do the song. So there were a couple things that happened. One, the crowd liked the music because they were a hip-hop crowd or a rock crowd or a country crowd. Two, the music never stopped. So what happened is I turned karaoke into a party and the people that were there became the entertainment. They were the participants and the entertainment in the same thing. So I had just come up with something at the time that was different than what just about every other karaoke host was doing. I wasn't I wasn't setting an order. I didn't play songs that didn't fit the genre for the night that I was doing. And I turned the whole thing from just a karaoke experience into a, a party where everybody became participant uh, as well as, um, you know, participant in the party, as well as part of the entertainment for the night. So the question is, did I do it better or did I do it different or did I do both? And I think the thing is, um, I actually did both, right? Um, we didn't do traditional karaoke. It was a, a dance party. It was basically what most of them came out to be. And it was, um, there was no order to the music. And by the way, anytime someone came up and said, hey, when am I going to sing? I would say, dude, you're up next. And literally, they would stand there, and I would have, I'd ask them what song do they want. I'd cue that song up, and then I would mix it right into the, um, into the, into the party that was already going on. So I never had people that were angry that they didn't get to sing, because when they came up and said, when can I sing? I'm like, dude, start singing. Let's go. So that solved that problem. Um, there, it was so, it was unique. Literally, at one point, I had an email list of over 2,000 people in Chicago that did karaoke. And we would have huge nights on um, on the holidays, you know, just huge, like, you know, Halloween parties. That Those would be just ridiculously uh, big. By the way, another thing that was different is instead of just having the karaoke with the um, um, the speakers on, you know, those little poles that you put up and you have two speakers and they can be kind of cool. Literally, we had a setup for rock bands um, with big subwoofers, with the monitor so people can hear themselves sing, uh, with the microphones that, um, like not crummy microphones. We had like the expensive, like if you drop these on the ground, somebody's got to pay $200 for the microphones. Um, so everything sounded pro. And this was all because it started out that I couldn't keep track of the music because of whatever uh, situation I was in. Now, all of this, you're wondering, well, what does this have to do with my business? Well, the question is, are you just the same as everybody else that's out there? Are you running uh, your ads the same way? Are you running your business the same way? If you're an agency, are you still just trying to, you know, get the same people to um, post things about your clients? What are you doing that sticks out and makes you different so that when people come to you, they go like, you know what, this is not the same old agency model. This is a new model. This is not the same old pest control. These are new guys that do pest control different. Uh, whatever it is that you do, how do you stand out? And that's the, uh, the crux of the story. That's the whole reason I told you this, is I believe that it's 
to your advantage to not be better. I think it's better to be different, which I think in turn can make you better for the audience that you're um, trying to address. I hope that makes sense to everybody. Drop me an email or uh, give me a call if you want to, if we want to discuss this. And we'll um, have another episode for you uh, tomorrow. Thanks. That's it for another episode of uh, Chili Jam, Michael Jackson, and everything we've been talking about here. Tomorrow we'll do something new and different. If you have ideas that you'd like to discuss, hit me up on email at michaelj at chilijam.com and we'll see if we can't get those in there right away. If you'd like to be a member of the show or be a part of the show, send me an email at michaelj at chilijam.com. Chili Jam is C-H-I-L-E-J-A-M.com. And let's talk about it. Thanks, and I'll see you soon.